Welcome to That Comic Smell Podcast. With your hosts, David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Giuseppe Labutino, Mike Sadakat, and Tom Stewart. Connected. That was that was that. Okay, so that's healing. No, because um, when we were sitting here, I was phoning you, but it looked like you were calling us. Like it came up as if you were calling yeah. us. But then I said to, we were all saying like it doesn't say answer. Three, no, three, no answer. No, and three, didn't say my screen either. Yeah. Is it still that sound? Yeah. Uh, it's also the. Oh yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, they leave the music here, that's right. I have to like update my operating system to to allow the Skype to work. I fucking How they up to here with yeah. updating shit. Just, oh. Windows or Mac? Mac? No, right. Oh yeah, it updates for like, two minutes. Obviously. You know. I don't know if there's been a difference. No. Oh, you want more? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. treat on either side. Chocolate, Chocolate yeah, chip. A fucking fucking stone. So, British comics. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Well, that was. I thought it was an opportunity for you to show me, tell me oh, your favorite British comics because in Spain, you know, I didn't have the opportunity to. To access uh, lots of British comics, to be honest. Okay. Only very little things have been published. Certainly, like that, I was living there. Uh, I remember when I was in a school, in secondary school, um, some uh, stories from 2008 were published in Spain in a sort of American format comic mm. book. Uh-huh. Translated? Translated, yes. So has some from Judge Dredd, uh, Strunson Dogs, Flesh, mm-hmm. and um, Rogue Trooper. Mm. And Rogue Trooper. Mm. That's probably the main four that I remember when they were at that time. But it didn't last very long. They only had maybe maybe a year or so we had them. Okay. And then they kind of disappeared. I never saw them again. Mm. Um, we never had anything like the Beano or anything else from that kind of uh, magazines so that was, that was from Britain. Yeah. Yeah. We had our own sort of style. <coughs> so yeah, um, so British comics to me at that time. <coughs> and when I moved here to, to Britain, I thought... What year was that? When I came here? Yeah. I came at uh, the end of 2000. All oh, right, so yeah. Well, in adulthood, then. So, yeah, it's kind of. I didn't know what was published here, what was local or not, what was really. The, the autochthonous um, comics. And yes, I heard about many uh, writers and artists mm. from Britain, like Alan Moore and 
Dave Gibbons and Dave Lloyd and Alan Davis and you know and so on and so forth. I mean, yeah. the list could go on forever. Here, Brian Boland and yeah. you know, lots of them. But I knew of them through American comics, mm -hmm. through Marvel and DC comics yeah. that they were published in Spain. The British invasion. So yeah, so I knew about them. But so I was curious. So these guys did some stuff. Eventually, I found some information that did some stuff before going into the American comics. Mm -hmm. But we didn't know. We were not exposed at that time in Spain. Now they are, yeah. But yeah. then I was not aware of it. Okay. So, yeah, that was, uh, that's why I thought British comics. Okay. Okay, now I am aware of it on this situation. <laughs> but it's interesting. I, I like to know, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the origins, influences, and what you liked when you were younger from here, what you like now as well. Well, mm -hmm. I don't know, probably, probably most everybody's sort of uh, first fortes into comics have been, would it have been like, you know, Dandy, stuff like that. Yeah, Victor. Yeah. Um, like the old Daniels. And yeah, stuff. but it really, to be honest, it was more Spider-Man on Saturday morning Superstore. Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Spider-Man, um, Batman as in Adam West. Mm-hmm. So all those things were on television, so I went straight to those things. Yeah. But um, I did yeah. get lots of dandies and beanos mm -hmm. as well. And your Willie and the Bruins. Mm -hmm. Especially the uh, the ones they would publish at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. The annuals. Yes. Mm. Yeah, the annuals are like the big thing mm. here. Yeah, that's how they yeah. That's so it's a box standard Christmas present. Mm -hmm. It's like a beano annual or a dandy Yeah, because the, the comics are dead, aren't they? That kind of comics is... The comics is I am... As I experienced British comics when I was growing up, that's gone. Mm. That's dead. There's yeah. nothing there now. Yeah, this yeah even down there, <coughs> Mino and the Dandy. Yeah, it's as well. there's nothing there. I, I mean, you know, there'd be a whole, yeah. there'd be a whole shelf. Topper and Beezer. Yeah, there'd mm -hmm. be like a selection of things at uh, the news agents. Mm -hmm. I've got the a local comment. news yeah. agents, the local corner shop would yeah. have a, a shelf of, of comics. Mm -hmm. well, you'd have to like go um, you'd have to have an order with them okay. so that they pull you know at the pull at the pull list at the uh, at the yeah. at the news at the at the, at the local comic yeah, shop. Those style of comics were actually you know how a lot of the stuff we did were from America. We based them on what Americans did. It was reversed in the nineteen eighties. The Americans took Slimer from Ghostbusters and gave him a Beano Dandy style comic. Now I've got one edition back home and I need to hunt it out because they sold the first few copies over here to see if it would translate well. I don't think it did, but it was, uh, it was a, a brave attempt to uh, start that sort of comic over, over there and over here. Was that wicked? Might have been. That sounds uh, pretty familiar. Yeah, it probably and was. It looked like a, a PC Thompson's dandy. That'll be the one then. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have to say that the 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 downturn on the comics in the news agents, the, the matter that now you don't find them in the news agents anymore, as they used to be really available when we were young. Unfortunately, it's the same in Spain. When I was a kid, I could go to news agents, and, I, gives, I, and you had to go to different news agents yeah. to find mm. different things. Different things, because yeah. maybe in one instance you were able to get, I don't know, Spider-Man, <laughs> maybe in another instance you were able to get... Batman and you have yeah. to move. Well, the sad thing is that then, you know, 
the eight-year-old that I was, nine-year-old, ten-year-old, eleven-year-old that was going to shop together, they, you know, the equivalent ages now, if they go to a news agency, there's no there for them. No, yeah. there's that toxic thing. There's something called toxic. But, you know, it's not this. Yeah. It's, but even that name, it doesn't. But they're kind of magazines rather than yeah, magazines with some comic in it. But the thing is, yeah. that is not really what I feel that it's that is interesting. Also, I mean, if I'm my kids read read because they have similar reading comics, so they read comics, they read books, so they are avid readers. But I'm aware that kids at this age, from eight onwards, many of them don't read comics or read mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. They are more interested in being YouTube to see who Dan DDM is doing about Minecraft or whatever other YouTubers and videos are going in video games. That's what they are interested in. That, that's their medium. Yeah. Well, it's difficult for me yeah. because I'm not that generation to understand. It's crazy. But it's, it's, it's what it is. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I mean, in my case in particular, my kids, they are exposed to comics and they read comics and they read books as well. <coughs> Apart from being on the in- online and video games and things like that. Yeah. And in some ways I'm quite proud of that because I thought, oh, yeah, that's yeah. good, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, loves Marvel comics from the 70s and the 80s. I mean, yeah. absolutely love that. You give you a Marvel comic net from now, the modern ones, because I don't like them. I prefer the old stuff. They say, well, you know what, you've got good taste. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and my daughter loves comics as well, so it's kind of in that, that, that thing. So, yeah, but unfortunately, the, the, the situation in the US is quite sad nowadays. Yeah, There's nothing yeah. really there. But I remember enjoying reading, even though I might not have understood them, you know, newspaper strips. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember some newspapers, even, I think, even the shitty free local newspaper we used to get in my area <laughs> had like a two page comic, comic insert in it that was loose. On the weekend? Mm-hmm. At the weekend, that, the weekend that, yeah. that the kids would get. Yeah. And the newspaper was. For the uh, for the adult. Yeah, I remember that in the Sunday. Remember that, yeah. Local Sunday newspaper and also where I'm from. Regular newspaper strips mm-hmm. being of interest because I just like the drawing and I was into drawing and stuff. Yeah. Even though I might not have understood. I used to love that on because my my local newspaper in Menorca in my own, they had that on Sundays. So my dad used to bring a copy, and in the middle you had reprints of Flash Gordon, <laughs> Phantom, <laughs> Eileen Falk. You had um, oh, your classics. Yeah. yeah. No, or oh, Hagar Terrible, the Viking guy. It's enough to make any Spanish kid other than an island, an island to fall in love with it. So I used to say that the, the, those four pages, the, the central one, just take it and that would be happy. Yeah. I remember that. And often they were the only like real colour bits in the paper, in the, with the cartoons. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Mm. That was the same in Spain, yeah, absolutely. Mm. I've not brought any Beano and Dandy just because I thought, well, they're maybe two of the biggies. Mm-hmm. I can't go with the same one else. Yeah, someone else. Yeah, you have to. So you go Commando, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> and Animals as well, because that's another big I'm, tradition here. Yeah. Um, I don't remember them being Animals. I mean, I've got these Animals that are steel that can't be still, but two of them are 50p, you know, that's amazing. But. Um, no, I re- like, just saying to Giuseppe there, I remember them being smaller. They were they were a weird size. They weren't like A5 or anything, but they were like that kind of size. 
You can still get them somewhere. Yeah. And Dolly Smith has in still have them. But still like they were affordable. They were mm. like 10, 20 p so you could get them with like Pay a couple of pennies, choose yeah. the bag of crisps. So remember, yeah. even back then it was like number 1,820 or something like that. It's like, how many of them? And the good thing about them, though, is there was like loads of individual stories yeah. within it. And that was, it was, oh, it was such good value, but that was, the, that was the good thing about them. They were just so. So cheap and so easy just to pick up and flick through. You know I mean? Did you even you enjoy them, enjoy them. Yeah, I love them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved them, and they were just so good to shove in your backpack as you were mm-hmm. running about the streets. You know what I mean? You're going about with your wee backpack, you're, it's literally filled with your hat, sweeties, and a commando, and maybe a beano, a beano that you bought earlier on in the week that like, shoved in your bag. An eagle as well, drawing pad or whatever, running about. You know what I mean? I mind seeing them in stacks in the corner shop. Yeah, but they're just incredible, and it's they're unbelievable art that's in the inside as well for what for what they were, you know. Look at that. <laughs> I know that most of them are black and white, but yeah. that actually doesn't look like Commando. Either. No, but it's it's from the little pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they usually have like three panels of page. It is seven brand new stories so, in an so annual. That's, that's interesting, isn't mm-hmm. it? That's new stuff with the Commando name. Yeah, nice Ian Kennedy cover as well. Yeah, that's not reprints from. No, it's like I throw it up there. Yeah. Yeah. It is brand new stories, just so that they can sell the annual. That's yeah. interesting, isn't it? Yeah, they've done the same in yeah. this as well. But it's the same basic. It's the same basic stories, but it's just <laughs> yeah, that yeah, same same, story story yeah, yeah, same, same sort of storylines. You know, there's a tendon. I liked the dance before the board with them. Sometimes I was like, it, if I, they were kind of like last resort reading. See, if I've expended everything else. I absolutely love them. Absolutely love them. Although I did like them and I did like the war stuff and I wasn't sad little bags of salt, you know, them little green soldiers. Uh-huh. The green ones yeah. 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 Once again. <laughs> well, that was unavoidable. You had to. Yeah. Once again, like 20p on the shelf. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, We're all on the skateboards, weren't they? To hold them up. Yeah, the wee feet. I, yeah, I used to have them flying. I loved them. Like, so the ones that were on the ground as well. I thought they were flying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a nice picture. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. It's actually like there's covers in here. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they've, what the story is with that. If these were existing that's stories something that have chopped up. And that's something I remember from them. Is that occasionally they would cut in... Uh, yeah, they would cut in factual stuff and actual pictures yeah. of like the camps and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And it was readily available for kids to read as yeah. well. Yeah. And you've got these horrific pictures of concentration camps and big lines of people being walked, like marched in. And mm-hmm. these things are just readily available for that. That seen someone's guts split yeah. off yeah, 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 yeah. film, I think. Here it's at least opening the eyes of to. And this historical. Happened. Yeah, that's nice true. Um, it was always Star Blazer that I loved. That, that was a similar format to the, the Little Commander, but it was science fiction. Science yeah! Star Blazer, they were great. That, that, I, like, that I think I liked more, but I yeah. had a lot less access to it. Mm-hmm. Same. I mean, when I was growing up, I didn't even know about our Woolly and the rest of it, Grooms. Oh, yeah. Because we didn't get that down there. They didn't bother selling it because it was like, who's going to buy that? Can't read it. That's a good point, actually. Science so we never, I never heard of it. It's like, ah, Woolly, ah, Woolly. 
Ur Wally. Ur Wally. Ur Wally. Ur Wally. I'll be back. How old were you when you first read Viz? Viz, I think I was... Uh, it's when I returned to the UK, so I was 16. Alright, okay. Yeah. Not, as, uh, not as young as some folks. Some folks no, no, I didn't, I didn't carry... I didn't... No, I wasn't here when... Uh, I didn't have access to it when it first came out. Mm. Um, there was a, a, a comic I wanted to bring, which I have. I don't know where I put up, but the Scream, that was one I mm. wanted to bring. Because yeah. that was one I enjoyed. It didn't have a long run, but it was yeah. like completely horror. Mm. That's well remembered by, by a lot of people. Yeah, and uh, the artwork were brilliant in it. Yeah. And it, it was quite suspenseful for... I've just done a compilation of it. Oh, right. Like, very recently. I enjoyed that. Scream. Scream, yeah. And thing that was mentioned last time I really enjoyed and remember getting it from the library as a kid at school was that fungus. Mm. Didn't realise that fungus was tall, but fungus bogeyman. I <laughs> that. I was like, wow, look at this. It's like a, a colour <laughs> thing that isn't... It's all one story. It's not uh, Dennis the Menace. And, you know, it's not anything like that. And it's, yeah. it's a longer books. story and everything. Yeah. It brings a smile Raymond to my face. Briggs, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah not uh, Brian Tall, but Raymond Briggs, yeah. yeah. Um, the, um, I was just going to mention quickly, the other things that I used to stumble yeah. across British comics-wise was there was like strips in, in a... It was kind of like art pieces of stories. You know, kind of like what Alan Lawson did in... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, like Backstreet Heroes and stuff like that. Yes. I would see a lot of these in... In Backstreet Heroes, Naval and stuff, because that was the kind of stuff my dad was buying. So he was buying biker magazines and whatnot. So I would see all the strips in them, and a lot of the times they were sort of weird things. It was very sort of Viz esque, you know, mm, yeah. um, just sort of slapstick, some um, carry on esque sort of stories, but they were fun, you know, mm. fun little mm. things to catch your eye and whatnot. I forget the name of it, but one of the biker magazines has a main character who looks basically like Thor. In a biker <laughs> outfit. I forgot his name, it's a British comic. Uh, well, British comic strip in a British biker magazine. But um, I remember they published the combined stories in a, in a book, and we mm. used to sell it when I was working for Bookcase, but unfortunately the name has escaped me. Yeah. But a quick internet search at some point might, uh, I might be able to salvage that name. Yeah, that and uh, Shoggy and Doggy were <laughs> another comic strip thing that I used to. That's, see when you look at that now it's very um, it's kind of almost racist in a way <laughs> to be fair is it still it's going? Huh? is it still going? I don't think it so. used to be in some of the tabloid papers yeah, um, yeah it's like Stone Age Scottish hmm. and English neighbours but it's very much like I know, Sc- I've, Scots- seen, I've seen it yeah the, Sc- the Scotsmen are all top to toe mm-hmm. and like tarring and really hairy and really quite British and the English ones are wee tiny moustaches with bowler hats and bear, bear skin yeah. loincloths and they're all, they're all really quite topped like, mm, yes, you know, and it's just, oh, it's quite, it's on the nose, but it's, oh, it reminds me of like the jocks and the Geordies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dandy, yeah. yeah. Mm. I used to like that. I, I, I did, I, I don't did. know what it meant. I, did, I didn't know what the jocks and the Geordies were. No, I didn't know what a jock was or a Geordie and I just liked it. 
you didn't realise as a jock that you were reading it. I didn't know it was about me. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I realised that, I was furious and I burnt all my issues. Like a KLF and a million pounds. How dare they? So, hmm, what have you got? I've got, awesome. I brought an issue of different things. I mean, when I was a kid, I was just, oh, if anyone, if anyone, I was probably quite, quite popular with friends, parents, because they were trying to make room and try to get rid of comics. I was like, yeah, I'll take them. Yeah. <laughs> I just used to go on, but sneak in. Because if my mum and dad saw me bringing in all these comics, it was like, can you do with them? Where are you putting these? Yeah. But I'd get big and big piles and just get handed stuff that I didn't, you know, that friends had, I was like, I can't believe my mate has just given me about 20 issues mm-hmm. of Tiger. <laughs> Brilliant. But anyway, these were like war ones, but I didn't really, I just happened to have them, I don't know, Battle was mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. Is that Charles' war on I'm not sure. At that point, 75. Yeah. Lot, Loft is one man, Luftwaffe. <laughs> <laughs> D-Day Dawson. Mm. Who's this? This is an IPC magazines one, right? So this yeah. is a London. The back's uh, interesting. <laughs> Fumanchu, the adventures of Fumanchu, King of Kung Chu. Oh my gosh. Nice. That's battle. <laughs> interesting. Okay. That's an advert. Yeah. For, for food. Treeboard for Oh Warlord again. War ones I liked them if and if there was not much else to Yeah. DC Thompson that one. Is it? Yeah. Right, Warlord. Victor. Hey. Have you seen this man? Victor looks like Yeah, DC Thompson. Mm. Little did I was thinking on the way in. Little did I know that I'd end up living in the city where all this stuff <laughs> thrives, you know, was came from. Mm-hmm. No idea. Victor, I think out of the three. Oh, throw a giant sloth. <laughs> imagine coming across this. I think out of the three, this was probably the one that, if I have to think now, which one did I like? I think maybe Victor. I don't know why. It's just maybe making me think that. Was it all Victor's that you dug out again, or was it something else? These. Yeah, maybe you did. You, oh no! What I was after was um, begins with V, but it's not Valiant. It's. Oh, oh yeah, it was it like Vulcan or something like that. Vulcan. Vulcan. Yeah. So then. Eighteen seventy nine. I enjoyed the 2008. I came across a lot of these friends had these, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, give us that." I've got like, I've got about that many 2008s. I've got quite a few. I would, I would argue with anybody that Judge Dredd is one of the coolest looking characters. Yeah, he's. I mean, I don't read much. I don't read much Dredd at all, but I would definitely say that Judge Dredd is one of the most coolest looking characters. Oh, no, and that's his I think this is a period. I think this is the. Uh, who is this artist? Because I really Ooh. liked this guy's Ron Judge Smith. Dredd. Who? Ron Smith. Right. He's I, a good Dredd. Yeah. I really like this guy's Ooh. Dreads, man. Yeah. So in 1979, this is Prog 131. We've got. Nice. 
first story is Judge Dredd, actually, which they changed later, didn't they? Judge Dredd used to be in the middle, wasn't it, with the colour pages? That's right, yeah. Yeah. But Judge Dredd is the first story. Yeah, I love this artwork, because I remember that the storyline where there was fatties. Yeah. Um, something, and, and That's right. it was this artist, and I was like, God, there was something about Ron Smith, is it? Ron? Ron Smith, yeah. Ron Smith. Yeah, I loved a bit of that. Then the advert is World of Knowledge. I don't know what that is. The next, Black Hawk. Mm -hmm. I didn't really remember Black Hawk. Oh, ABC Warriors. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like ABC Warriors. Then the mind of Wolfie Smith. Bisley, wasn't it? That doesn't. Huh? Was ABC Warriors not Bisley at some point? Yeah. I don't yeah. know if he'd be, be there, but... Uh, does it... Did it use uh, Dave... Dave... Oh, Dave Gibbons. Dave Gibbons. Pat Mills. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder all the main characters are Gibbons now. <laughs> <laughs> the Mind of Wolfie Smith. Disaster 1990. Well, Dave Gibbons' art looks completely different. But, um... Yeah, so there was a lot of stories that resonate more with me. I didn't read it back in 79. These are issues that are bad after, but yeah. stuff like Road Trooper, Slade, or however you say it. Uh, that one that Alan Moore drew, the, the Ballad of... Uh, Halo Jones. The Ballad of Halo Jones. Loved that. That's 2008. Uh, Prog 131. Seven written on the back in Byro. Clinton House. Ch no, Chilton House. Chilton House. Yeah, I'm afraid I'll have to swear here. Does anyone know anything about Harry Potter? Fuck no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Is there a character called Ron Ronald Weasley? Yes. Yeah. There's a character here called Ronald Weasel. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's any connection, but no. I found that really sort of interesting. <laughs> I imagine him with ginger hair. Next up, eagle. eagle. <laughs> 1983. I liked an eagle. That's another classic. Mm. Yeah. Eagle. I liked eagle. eagle. Sorry, taking a step back to Dread just quickly. Yeah, sorry. The big thing with Dread that always got me was that he's not he's not beasting. A lot of the time he's drawn pretty skinny. Uh-huh. Mm. But he still looks unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. I think is it the helmet hiding his eyes that really just yeah, does be. that. Yeah. He looked like an old school teacher of mine. Yeah, he just always. Fear. I think it's just because he always looks like very scowly. He just looks completely. Did you teach him walk around? He's not out of his head covered. Up. Some artists strong. You looked at him from here. He yes. had the same chest. Uh, some artists. He wore big glasses. He's normally so. pretty. He's normally I, I never thought of him as skinny. I always. He, he, there is a lot. I mean, look at that front cover. He's quite. Well, isn't that because everyone is in in that. In his, in his in that universe that he's drawing, no. No, not necessarily. Ah, but that cover you see, that that's a different artist. Yeah, like you say, some artists draw some some artists. I'm pretty sure Dan McDade draws him pretty big. Right. One I think thing that, I, I always think Dan draws him quite quite beefy, but a lot of artists draw him quite skinny. Mm, yeah. Mm. He does have a lot of a lot of different strips where he is quite he's just kind of skin and bones but with the extra bulk of the uniform yeah and he just looks unstoppable but he's mm -hmm. skinny as an inch like nothing of him and yet he's, he's hard like, though isn't he? he's hard as nails yeah. it doesn't matter if you're skinny but he's he's usually the things that he goes up against are just massive mental, and like these big beasting things yeah but he's, he's just got this, big fuck off guns as well hasn't he 
Yeah, true. He does. Uh, I always thought. So you have to learn. The only thing you have to know is he's the love. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> what thing oh, about sorry. the costume with dread? I always thought that shoulder thing that must get in the way or fall <laughs> off. If you're running and chasing, that thing will be like you're fucking holding onto that as well, aren't you? I don't oh, know. look at this! Yeah. Every single bullet is described as to what it does. That's right. Armor piercing, high explosive, heat yeah. seeker, high ex. Ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet。ricochet
You know spaghetti shapes thing? Mm-hmm. And it was called Haunted House. I oh, yeah, had them, they were brilliant. They, they got a free Heinz Haunted House badge with the Eagle one. Spaghetti Saurus as well. about promotional campaigns, it's odd. Well, that's it, they had to do it via comics as well, well then, because that was the medium we were. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was kind of cool, Haunted House. Buy them. Well, buy them haunted house <laughs> tins. Mm-hmm. They had space invaders mm-hmm. as well, Cost and then they had soup with yeah. space invaders pastas in it. Yeah. 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 The fists of Danny Pike. Yeah. I do recall this story in terms of title, but I remember the artwork and I really loved it. And I'm looking now; mm-hmm. it is Jay Burns. John Burns. John Burns. Oh yeah. John Burns. John Burns. Oh right. Yeah. He's, he's very excellent. I yeah. absolutely love this artwork because I re- I. Re- I recall seeing it in other things as well from yeah. from the time. John M. Burns. Right. Crow, what a refill just Crow like Street, know. comprehensive. Mm-hmm. I want to know. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah that's that different, that. Yeah. yeah, it was nice to know. Who's that? That's F. Baker. F. Baker. I don't know what the F is. Then we've got Dan oh, there. Dan Come on! Where are the credits for that? Dan there. Are they at the end? That one. Yeah. <laughs> oh I've forgotten that. that. Mm. I've forgotten the Donkey Kong that opened up. I had the pinball one. Very addictive. It's like a DS, isn't it? Yeah, one eyed Jack. One cop was out to prove that crime didn't pay. Mm. John Cooper. One eyed Jack. Good so yeah, Eagle. Fine fine mm. comic. Eagle was fine. Loving this picture here of uh, a guy with two swans. When he's either arms with a, a duck call. <laughs> I just spotted the outlaw Josie Wells on that advert. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Mm. Was also, was also a good one. Uh, this was and Wizard and Chips. I used to have a put. This was on my pull list. Yeah. Loved Wizard and Chips. I think they used to be. It used to be just Wizard and Chips, and then. They put it together. Failing, they put it together. I just wondered about that. Two rival comics in one. Ah. This is IPC magazine, 1981. I always used to think, to, now that I see these prices, I was like, Australia, New Zealand, Malaysia, and Ireland. So, it used, it used to be for sale in Malaysia as well. 2008, it used to have in the list it was like Beetlejuice and all these other galaxies and stuff. It's probably on the bottom. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh right, yeah. yeah I've, got, I've got that one. You can barely read it. Dinosaur like one. Venus, Mars. I recognise the cover. Yeah, I bought our last thing, the monster one recently. Australia, South Africa, yeah. Mercury, Mercury, Venus, Venus Mars. Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Asteroid, Asteroid Belt, Saturn. Um, Neptune. Blue. That's all the different places. <laughs> they, they still do that though, don't they? I'm Maybe. sure they did that up until recently. I used to think how long. Okay. I used to think they must be getting this comic next it's week though. I'm like, whatever it is, it must be so far away. <laughs> Wizard chips. Oh, I loved Wizard chips. Don't be right. It was just. Uh, it was good. Sid Snake. Looking for shipping. The champ. Sweet tooth. I used to like all the IPC humour. Yeah, top of the half pence by by Tonic Boy. <laughs> yeah, so it's all Roger Dodger. 
Yeah, there's lots of same artists. And yeah. that's, that was the six million dollar man. Strange Hill, you know. I used to love this artist, mm. whoever this was. That's Bash Street Kids. Right yeah, I used to love this artist. Bash Street yeah. Kids. And, yeah. and um, I forget his name, but he is, he is well known. And I was thinking about it lately because there's some of his artwork up at the university. Is it? Yeah. And he is always it? fills every panel with loads of funny stuff. Yeah, it? it's What was beautiful. the one in the... Um, what was the one in the Beano? The really crude guy that didn't really speak. Well, can't you see, they should have yeah, never done it. They should have never written that. When you get to the chips bit inside, it says to separate chips because I remember doing it. Ah. Just to separate chips from Wizard, open up staples in centre pages. Hmm. I always thought that was kind of a, an invented. Thing, thing. Right. That this came out and it was with some chips. Right. It's never two comics that got merged. That's right. Uh, I have just Junior Rotter. <laughs> Junior Rotter. <laughs> I remember that there, Junior Rotter. The Crazy Gang. Oh, Ed, no. Sporty, Liz, Brainy, Cheeky. Right, that's wrong. Yes, it's there. Uh, oh, oh, this was on my pull list. <laughs> I love. I got, right, I got a lot of the Royal the Rovers like that as well. Nice. I didn't read it, but. Oh, enjoyed, enjoyed the smell of Riot Rovers when I when I got it as well. Loved it, Riot Rovers. This is a special. This is like a a holiday special. Oh. But yeah, it's football, and as an avid football player, you know, I couldn't ask for anything more than football comics. But it had current. Hmm. Current stuff ah, to do okay, with so uh, with football. With football so well. that's the young Pat Nevin who is now on the uh, radio. He's finished his playing career, but he's fair, he's a famous Scottish player. Oink! <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got a free record with this, which I still got a flexi, a seven-inch flexi disc. Oh, is this sing longer? Sing, oh, sing longer. Sing longer. Yeah, it was probably. I've not read it, but this is 1986. It was probably trying to be maybe a bit like... I think Thingy had already come out, Viz had already started, because I've, I've read the story about Viz mm-hmm. last year, and, I, and they mentioned Oink. And I think this might have come out to try and rival a bit Viz, right. but in a more, in a tamer, in a tamer way. Mm. But I do remember liking it and thinking... Oh, it looks a bit more kind of like I could do it, you know. <laughs> I'd see stuff like that. See stuff like that that's like, oh, you know, yeah. it, it looks pretty easy. Weedy, Weedy Willy. Photo comics. Yeah, photo comics. Raiders, Raiders of the Last Oink. <laughs> Mike and Spike. <laughs> Jim will fix you with Jimmy Savaloy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay. Uh, street hogs. Same. Street hogs. Yeah, I remember that. They reminded me of uh, pigs in space on the Muppets. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah. Which I loved as well. Uh-huh. Burp the smelly alien. 
Maggie, collector of weird things. Hugo the Hungry Hippo. Brilliant. But yeah, look at oh that. My God. Bacon <laughs> Stevens. <laughs> nice. John Petty, it'll be <laughs> Oh, that's a good caricature. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that one, this is all you can. Uh, yeah, I liked it. It was alright, 1986. That, I got that actually just before. Again. That was just before I moved. Yeah, that wasn't. Mm. That was probably about my, two months before I moved to Italy, so. My. Probably uh, the last comic I bought my, for a long time. My eighth birthday was in between that time. Oh. Oh, yeah, because it was like every two weeks. Next, Tiger and Scorcher. Oh, Tiger and Scorcher. Yeah. Sport, this has got like. Formula One ah, racing. I never. That, those I never read. I never heard. No. Tiger was one of those that ran for decades. Yeah, I've got a lot of tigers as well, yeah. So I think this was like a combo of different kind of things. So it's sport and adventure, uh, sport inside it with the Dickie Birds cricket quiz. Ooh. Oh, Billy's boots. Oh, I absolutely love Billy's boots. That was a football yes. thing. Used to wear... Yeah, magic boots or something. Magic boots yeah. that were found, like old-fashioned boots. Yeah. And without them, he just wasn't the same player, you see. <laughs> Is that a character that then developed to Sports Billy? They did that animated cartoon? <laughs> no, but no. Sport. So that was a, a, oh, Sport Billy. Sport Billy. Yeah, that's... Oh, I like Sport Billy. That was a cartoon. Uh, yeah. yeah what do you think of this? Any connection? Corker of a Porker. Hamantha Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <coughs> she can beat Miss Peggy, I suppose. Jeff, Jeff Boycott, racing, Billy Sports School. Oh, a cricket Nipper. story. Nipper. Is that quite fair? I just remember some of yeah. this because Tiger and Speed. Martin's Marvellous Mini. And then Eagle and Tiger matched. Oh, yeah. Eagle and yeah. Tiger. When they killed Tiger, just look at an eagle. Johnny Cougar. Oh, wrestling. Oh, oh, look, this yeah. guy's artwork as well. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm. Who was that? I remember that story. I remember that out because it was like, oh, man, I wish I could draw muscles like yeah. that. I don't think they credit anybody in these. That's a shame. Yeah. We, we, we could find out now, though, couldn't we, probably. Yeah. Johnny Cougar. Oh, and Banana Man on the back. Yeah. Banana Man. That's what he started in Nutty. Oh. Yeah, he started in Nutty, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, let's, let's see Banana Man's original look. That's what, that was my intention, to find oh, out yeah. more about that. Certainly, that's, that's great. So then I only oh, hear mentioned. This is a DC Thompson. Yeah. Hotspur. Hotspur and Crunch. I absolutely love this character for King some reason. Cobra. King Cobra. It's come with the colours, the looks. Yeah. Somebody smiled it. Absolutely love this. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Honestly, that's what it looks like. What's it smell like? It's not like chips. It doesn't smell. It doesn't smell too bad, actually. It doesn't smell too like. But yeah, I loved King Cobra. Something about his outfit. It was like brilliant. It was a bit different. He was hard and all. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's good. King Cobra. King Cobra. Starhawk, come on! Starhawk! Starhawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> they put that in Starblazer something. You got a whole Starblazer mm. issue with Starhawk. Nice. Mm. Now, this one was a really interesting one. Champ. Because instantly, when I looked at it, I was like, God, it looks different to all the other comics of the same size. It kind of looked photorealistic, the yeah. artwork. Mm -hmm. I realised now that I liked the colour scheme and the different way that they did stuff. It was, I don't know, something stood out about it with Champ. This was a... DC Thompson again. Yeah, it's not Dennis Menace on the front. Mm. Nash is at the back. Yeah. Nash is at the back. Oh, yeah, I see you in the fun section, oh, yes, saying Dennis. Yeah, so he is. Says that champ is great. And it's got. Oh, look, school under siege, the kings were kids in a schoolyard mm. showdown. Who oh, knows, yeah. maybe. Yeah, will we? Yeah, 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 we'll be, yeah. DC Thompson, who'd have thunk it that they'd have put so out many. such good stuff? And, yeah. The topper. Mm. The topper top for boys and girls. No one's excluded. You know where uh, Tricky Dick is in the Beano, but he looks completely different. He's got ginger hair instead oh, yeah. of black hair. They must have thought, yeah, we just got to find people that are like mischievous kids, draw mischievous kids and give them a name. Tricky Dicky, Dennis the Menace, what's the one from... Nutty called. Minnie the Minx. Minnie the Minx. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Tricky Dicky on the cover. This is the topper Roger, number Roger. one. Oh, yep. Yeah. Number 1691. June the 29th, 1985. Oh. Ali's Baba mm. is the next story. <laughs> Bopo the Hopeless Hooligan. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a head like the elephant man. He looks like that Weetabix character. <laughs> Hungry Horace. <laughs> God, I look like Hungry Horace now. <laughs> Peter Piper. His magic pipes bring things to life. I should have brought the annual with me. It's got all these guys. Seven Kelly. All change. Master of guys. Superboy. <laughs> Spelt S-O-U-P. Yeah. yeah. Ain't Mickey the Monkey's in there somewhere. Square Eyes, the TV fan. Oh, I remember that. I remember that as well. Beryl the Beryl the Peril. Yeah. I remember. Specific, yeah, I remember her. She was a dandy, didn't she? The, the, the Frank Hooper. Yeah. Frank has a baby. I think he's called Cuddles. And then yeah, the, the dandy, they had dimples. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they, they decided, I think when this comic went under, they decided to put cuddles in with dimples. So they had cuddles and dimples and made them sort of oh, yeah. related. So they did mm -hmm. two unrelated Cousins. characters and put them together. November 2nd, 1985. Inflation. Every Saturday, 20, 20 pence. Mm. Island, 30 pence, including that. Number two again. Britain's bubbling new comic. So yeah, front cover is Cuddles, as Mike just said. The who oh, that's a nice page. Look at that. That's who is that? It's the same because it's DC Thompson. It's the same yeah. slave artist in it like over it. and over they, again. They, they, they it. Yeah. That's a beautiful sheet. That's what. Who's the character that this person would do in the Beano? Yes, Menace. Definitely. You mean the artist? Yeah, that would have done. This same artist. Do you recognise the style? Yeah. I would have said that. Could be. I don't know. Unless. Could be. Because that's. 
I think it's DC Thompson. They've had so many artists. That's maybe more sort of dense. Yeah. Uh, That looks very Aaron Wally-esque, actually. Yeah, whoever did that, that is probably, yeah. And then, yeah, that's that. And then the only other two things I've brought are Valiant Annual, 1966. Because this was the one that I mistakenly thought was what I was after, but actually I was after... Vulcan. Vulcan. The one that I brought once that had no cover left on it. Mm -hmm. But there are some similar uh, stories like The Claw, Mm -hmm. this guy here, Kelly's Eye. Kelly's Kelly's Eye. Kelly's Eye, that was published in Spain. Right. In a Spanish magazine. Mm. Kelly's Eye. And Claw as well. But it was mixed up with other Marvel comics and other things. What? Oh, it's not this. That's brilliant. And then, this. <laughs> the big Sid pink one. Turns out I do have a few of these issues, but I've pulled the annual out anyway. This, I loved it. When I first read it, I was like, oh, this is something different. Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't need to go into it any more than that, but... <laughs> Definitely, uh, I mean, it's still going, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, in oh, terms yeah. of, um, uh, wow. I saw it like on top shelf of, of a in petrol station. Yeah. So, like, what's that doing up there mm-hmm. with titty mags? That's what it goes yeah. but, That's you know, goes Some classics Johnny Fart Pants, yeah. Sid the Sexist. Buster Gornard and his unfeasibly large testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Fuckwit. <laughs> Terry Fuckwit. Conman the Barbarian. Biffa Bacon. Johnny Fartpants. Pathetic Sharks. <laughs> Hambo. Um, Is it got any of the letters pages in here? Oh, it must have. Mr. Logic, what a wanker. Paul <laughs> <laughs> Winker, the tall vicar. They were mad. Shecky Stevens, they were mad for Shecky Stevens, wasn't they? Yeah. He's everywhere. Isn't his name on the front page? As well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's his book. Billy the Fish. Um, oh. Obviously, there's the fat slides, which I don't think she, they're in here yet. Roger uh, Melly in there. Roger Melly, the man on telly. Yeah. He does, maybe he came later, but yeah, these were great for like some of love the first times. 20 <laughs> things you never knew about vegetables. I mean, back in the day, it was like, it was funny stuff. Yeah, that's about it. Hey, that's. Well, that's, that's a tremendous selection you brought. Yeah. That's fantastic. Certainly, that historically wise, you are a big, <laughs> a big chunk. I've got two. Wow. I've got two filing cabinet drawers of, Eng- of English comics, but that includes the marbles that I brought last time, which I obviously yeah. didn't bring this time. <laughs> that's really good. Transformers. <laughs> well, I only brought three things. I didn't want to, because I mean, the 2000 AD itself, I got a few things from 2000 AD, okay. uh, like Nikolai Dante especially, uh, mm. I really enjoyed that, but I discovered that a few years ago, so I managed to buy the trade paper of the, the kind of graphic novel compilation, so I, I've always enjoyed that, but I brought three things I thought from different eras, 
one of them is uh, V for Vendetta, which I believe was published in the magazine uh, Warrior. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and then yeah, if I got Warrior there, no Warlord. And then uh, I think it was DC in Vertigo, the manufacturer published in the States, and we got in Spain eventually. Once was published in America as well. Uh, I also brought Dear and Quitch by Alan oh, Moore yeah. and Alan Davis. Was that a 2000 AD? 2000 AD, yeah, yeah. And that's hilarious, that one. It's just it's really, really funny. Mm. Um, it's a fantastic. Can I have a look at it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always, that's a Spanish edition of it. I always thought that, that that guy reminded me of that. It was a period where the X Men had changed. I was Strong. a bit confused. I was like, hang on, there's these X Men, but yet these other X Men are reading a different X Men. So I was reading the British X Men, and then there was the American ones that were like, they had Cyclops in it. No, not Cyclops. Colossus and stuff with yeah. it. But they had that, what's he called, that night guy with the blue... Nightcrawler. 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 He reminded me of Nightcrawler <laughs> for some reason. And I was like, what's the deal with that? Is Nightcrawler the one that... Yeah, yeah. teleports. Teleport, yeah. yeah. German character. Is this funny ladies. then? Is it, a, is it a funny thing? Yeah, it's, 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 right. it's a funny one. I bought that in one of my trips to Barcelona a few years ago, I found it in a, in a Wii shop, and I found it, and I thought, oh my god, I need to get this. I, re- I remember it's really, really dresses good. like that. Really, really funny. Um, nice. There's different, there have been published different compilations, because there's mm-hmm. this one, I think there is also ones with Jamie Delano, but um, I only have that. But they're doing, a, they're doing DR and Quench again, man. Right? And they're doing a different. It's different. It's different. It's not quite the same. It's not quite the same. It has. It's such a. It's like it's, it's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You just think of the screen. Yeah, I remember. No. Yeah. And going, what's the deal with? And we always we always go about Alan Moore when he, I mean, he writes stories and and this one in particular is hilarious. It's just yeah. humor everywhere and. Dark humor and sarcasm everywhere, it's really, really good. And the other thing I brought, again completely different, was, um, again I bought in Barcelona, on the same trip, um, Class War, which was an independent comic, mm-hmm. by Comics, uh, in Britain, yeah, mm. by Rob Williams, Trevor Hairstein, Travel Foreman, and it's a kind of a science fiction um, political message as well in there. Um, and it's just another mm. example of one of the comics that I got published in Spain. Not long ago, that one. That's just a few years ago. <sighs> but anyway, some we'll hot gentlemen. So was that that was quite good? Class one. Yeah, I did yeah. like it. It's um, as this. Mm-hmm. Kind of there's political message and there's uh, yeah. kind of science fiction and uh-huh. yeah. um, if you look at if you read it now as well there's certain things quite up to date yeah. um, about how government manipulates people and you know there is there is yeah so so yeah I, I thought that to be an independent comic at that time 
When was it? Sorry, a few years ago, did you say? Yeah, I think that was in the early notice when they came out. That one, right. I think. If you perhaps at the beginning you have the credits. It no, it's years. Oh, Normally right, that's yeah, a small yeah. print. Yeah, 2001, yeah. Mm, Comex. Comex. I'm pretty sure it's Comex. Is that oh, yeah. Comex, Comex, yeah. Comex. Online thing. It could be. Mm. It was. But nice. yeah, the same. I think maybe got published by different publishers, but it was, a, it was an independent thing. And in Spain got all together in this book. Mm. All together. I have brought my Nikolai Dante or other 2000 AD stuff, but I would imagine we will do a 2000 AD special eventually. I mean, yeah, of, 2000 AD deserves its own thing. It's it? so vast yes. and so big and well, so many stories likes and artists. It as well, don't they? Yeah, so. Oh, really like yeah. 2000 AD? I don't really read it much, but I have, but I have read it. I enjoy it so Because it's so yeah. vast, I thought, well, yeah. is there any point to bring. Yeah. We've mentioned it, you know, it's there, but you know, it could go, the list is... Yeah. We've could. mentioned just Judge Dredd, but you could go, you know, an ABC Warriors and... Mm. Especially when you see... Trooper and... All the yeah. things that the people who were involved with the early 2000 AD yeah, that went on and did, you know. The, the, the list is some... huge, so probably we could do a program just about 2000 AD. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Comics, yeah, really actually, and to be fair, so that's something that I think we should do. I've got a few in yeah, my okay. list as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got a few there, do you? So, I've got a couple of things from Stephen Collins, the gigantic beard that was evil. Um, he touts himself more as an illustrator rather than a comic creator, but he does actually have a comic strip work. And this yeah. is kind of, it does have panel work within it as okay. well as. Oh, nice. page. Fucking hell. Yeah, it's a beautiful book. Really fucking nice. Story. Really interesting. So pencil. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. It's a gorgeous story. Oh, oh it looks beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, is, is the story as good as the art? The story's good. Right, don't get me wrong. The story's good. I enjoy it, but it just takes a bit to kind of get into it. It's pretty bleak, the story, to be honest, about this kind of outsider. It's, it's kind of... It's like a fable or something, eh? Yeah, it's it's very it's much like somebody a, who doesn't feels like they don't belong within yeah. the world that they live in. Mm. And they live in a very bleak town that sits on the edge of the water that's apparently on the edge of the world. And nobody questions as to whether it's on the edge of the world or not. And he often wonders what's beyond the, the sea and all this kind of stuff. It's, mm. And then, then he gets this hair grows into his face and then it suddenly, slowly but surely becomes this beard. Everybody that lives in this town is all very prim and proper. And so when he gets unordinately, they start to get worried about him and then the police get involved and <laughs> then he starts to get the... the <laughs> the beard becomes sentient and takes on a life of its own and starts uh, God, look at taking people into it and everything like that. It's yeah, it's it's, it's very much a story of like loneliness and isolation and how to break free from that kind of isolation and from the conformity of life and all this kind of jazz. Look at that. That's a brilliant drawing. With the projector, the the gorgeous, the, like an overhead projector mm -hmm. projecting on the yeah. Beautiful illustration. Is that just pencil, do you think, or is that like charcoal? And I guess pencil. I think it's pencils in here. It's oh, gorgeous. Beautiful. And he does some strips as well. 
Like I say, it's, it's actually called Some Comics by Stephen Collins. And mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's just oh, yeah. a little like strip stuff. You do, yeah, that's, that's in one of the papers. Guardian. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They're, 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 there's a, some funny ones in there and, you know, just, it's very wow. typical paper strips. It's a lot of commentaries and stuff on stuff that's maybe happened in the news mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's got a good endorsement on the back of Raymond and Bruce. Mm. Oh, is it? An amazing book, completely original, surreal yet believable. But yeah, there's a lot of like social undertones and whatnot running through it um, that you wouldn't think when you see the cover of the gigantic beer that was evil. You don't think that it's going to have any sort of um, commentaries on life or conformity or or isolation or anything. You know, it's it's unreal. And these are just beautiful. I think I, I really enjoy. Comic strips, if you want to be able to tell. Um, oh, I really enjoy I comic strips, but they just look phenomenal. Yeah, that. I do. That is my, amazing. My T-Bridge comic, the three panel things. I want to do it like that. Like that. So you like that format? I want to do a book the shape. That yeah, size, yeah. Just, it's a nice. Yeah, and I'm doing something that would fit that, so give me a few years. It's like, um, remember the. Peter Bag one, uh, mm. Bat Boy. Bat Boy, yeah. Bat Boy was like that as well. And the other one, uh, the, bird, the birds. Uh, who was that? The, the, the different birds with the whiskey bottles and whatnot. Oh, oh yeah. What's that again? Tony Millionaire. Yes, Tony Millionaire. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And the, the um, Calvin and Hobbes books are mm-hmm. bigger, but they're. Yeah, they're yeah, they're really elongated like that. Yeah. It's just cool. It's just been nice to have a book this one. That's a gorgeous looking book as well, yellow and pink. It's yeah. a good, uh, good contrast in colour. Anyway, um, we already mentioned 2000 AD, but 2000 AD also did some of my favourite Batman stories mm-hmm. with Judge Dredd. Um, nice formats. Yeah, I like the bigger book, but they've also got... Is it all colour? Yeah, it's all colour. They're all very, very different styles. Mm. This is what I mean, look, see how skinny he is. Mm. I've actually got that one in comic book form. Yeah, yeah. I've got this one in, as it is there. Yeah, yeah, These are these are some of my favourite ones. That's oh, that's artwork. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Who's this artwork? Is this Bisley? That looks like him, doesn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, it looks yeah. Like it. yeah. Oh, beautiful. Uh, that is one of my favourite two thousand AD stories. Um, the first one. I wasn't too keen on that one because it seemed just like a, a long fight on top of a train, which had its pluses, but compared to that one, I, I like that. Just a bit of the first I, one. I remember as a, as a budding artist, I remember looking at stuff like that and going, I'll never be able to draw like that. And it was a bit of a, like, oh, oh shit, I'll never get to that. Some other strips you'd go, ah, I could see myself reaching that maybe, but yeah. this, this is just a killer. <laughs> that is just a killer to see that. That just there's two different illust- uh, illustrators. This is it's Carol Critchlow and Dermot Power. Oh. But um, oh, this, is, look, this is the one I got. They're lovely mm. books. Yeah, they are. They've got gorgeous style, but nice size format. Yeah. Whap! You smack in the face to just. But I enjoy these. These are fun. They're just fun stories. This was good because when this when Batman, although Batman was American and Judge Dredd was British two thousand and eighteen, they were quite worlds apart. And then when they first did this crossover, it was good because 
just so happened Alan Grant wasn't writing to both of them at that time. Oh, oh right. Yeah, right. He was working for both the Britain and America. So, so it was perfect that you wrote this. Is that maybe what made it easier for Yeah, me maybe that's possible. what spawned the idea. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He's been sitting right He sat there on his couch watching like the news. He's like, He's like wait, a, wait a minute. I dropped. Oh man, that's totally both of them. Pitch it. That's nice. Um, I say this is a very quintessential British story, The Beginner's Guide to Being Outside. We oh. spoke about this many a time mm, before, yeah, but it's yeah. very, you know, British wildlife countryside and whatnot. So, so good, that one. We spoke about this many a time. You would only need to uh, visit some of our previous episodes um, <laughs> to discover them, but it is, it's, you know, it's filled with British countryside. Yeah. British animals, British sensibilities, I would say, within the characters and everything as well. But it's just a really nice, uh, uh, it's a really nice book, and it's also from a British publisher. It's so missing mm. British litter, though, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's none of these rivers are filled with crisp packets mm. or bottles or, or rubber johnnies. They're just yeah. off panel. Which might add walking the dogs down at, um, near the Dicty. River and it is literally just bottles upon bottles upon bottles and polystyrene and that's horrible. And yeah, it's a beautiful river. Good. And this is just a whole load <laughs> of all British independent made small press, big press, whatever the hell you want to say, comics, anthologies, everything. It's all being done under our noses in this, in our own backyards. If only I could meet one of the creators. Oh, of if the only. <laughs> if only. But you know what I mean? What we'll would you ask him? Autograph them all. <laughs> I won't <laughs> go to on eBay. We've got a total plethora. I'll just run through. I'll just run through the names. We've got Rachel Smith. We've got the awesome comics guys who do the the podcast. They just made their one. They've got their second one on the way. We've got an anthology from Claire Hubbard. We've got Death Rattle from Bob Turner. We've got um, Modern Swans from Neil Swans. Uh, we've got Left, which has been made into a big whole uh, graphic novel, and they were all the parts together from Stephen Ingram. Um, Never Ever After, Space Captain from Chris Baldy, and oh my god, was. I'm going to get it wrong. Chris Valdi and Michael Park. We've got the Treehouse Collectors. I had them on the other day. Uh, with various artists inside of them as well. We've got our very own David Robertson. Um, and we've got these anthologies that came from... They, where, where were they from again? They're uh, universe. the university. Yeah, university. Yeah, but just with a whole plethora of... Um, different artists all homegrown but you know there's just there's so much out there under under our noses and it's all it's all British British done stuff mm-hmm. we've got a, we've got a we come from a, a town that's very much in that mindset I mean at the minute there is a whole comic strip that illustrates how the waterfront has come to fruition and the V&A and everything mm-hmm. Um, you know, comics are everywhere within this within within this this town alone. But the amount of festivals and everything that's going on in the, the British comic scene is ridiculous. Yes. So when you're talking British comics, you just need to literally look out your front door. 
Yeah. <coughs> Certainly in Gondine, there is a big, big, there's a big place for it. Mm -hmm. And um, many things are happening at different levels. Yeah. So, yeah, that's because um, we were chosen the, the themes the other day. Because mm -hmm. we were oh, British comics, and then we were going Scottish comics, and then Dundee comics. And yeah. Then, you know, mm -hmm. So, yeah, probably one day we'll have, we can talk about comics. And Dundee. Yeah, oh yeah, you know, and, and I got a bit. Because the connections are just tremendous. There's yeah. many things again. Um, a lot of material, a lot of artists, mm -hmm. a lot of creators that we can talk and, and, and connect and, and, and go from there, yeah. Mm -hmm. but Fantastic. Even Mike's got one of the yeah, yeah, smallest yeah, small small presses. Yeah. There's Black Art Press, isn't it? Is that what they what are? have you brought, yeah. Mike? Oh, oh yeah, Black I'll uh, start with these ones then that you spotted. I'll take the, these guys. But, interesting thing is how you've got the Judge Dredd and Batman. Remember the Batman animated series in the early 90s? Mm -hmm. And the guy who did Commissioner Gordon's voice, whenever I read a Judge Dredd comic, I imagine Judge Dredd having the same voice as Commissioner Gordon. I think that would suit the character. It's like no-nonsense authority. authority. Mm -hmm. I just managed to read this one last night, uh, just in time, uh, from BHP Comics, based in Glasgow. Laptop guy. Mm -hmm. about a guy who started his career in comics, because he's, he's fed up with his job working in a burger takeaway place. And then he's, he's got all these ideas, and one idea seems to stick in his mind, but unfortunately he kind of borrows it from his mad Russian mate who shows off how hard he is by chopping off his arm. <laughs> and then eventually, the laptop guy becomes real, or figment of his imagination. You can't tell which. The laptop guy does get upset at times. Um, there he is. He makes his uh, appearance. It is a, a comedy. Uh, the main character, though, Shah Nazir, is uh, portrayed in here. Uh, he's, he's the artist. Mm-hmm. But he's also a character. Mm, that Glasgow. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and he was kind enough to uh, sign <coughs> it for me as well and do a wee uh, laptop guy there. And he <laughs> <did>. <laughs> nice. So it's funny, it's quirky, it's uh, it's it's, it's got uh, he's put a lot of thought into it, and the characters are uh, a bunch of oddballs as well. So it's uh, it's well worth uh, mm. a look. So that's laptop guy. Laptop guy. Blacker press. And then uh, another BHP comic, Blackheart comic, is that what it is? Blackheart comic. Silly me, I only just found that out right Black now. Blackheart Press comics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're Glasgow based, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other one is Plagued. Um, it's not as humorous, it's not really meant to be, but when you look at style, you think, yeah, it was, uh, it was drawn like uh, for comedy in mind, but it's actually a bit more serious. That's Tanya Roberts, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yes, it's absolutely. Yeah, she's good. I recognise that, yeah. Very good artist. Yeah. Met her at. Um, you can see in the, again the circuit of different cards who's been there. Yeah, but met her, remember the, the, the first. Um, oh my god, the first. Uh, Decon. Or oh, Decon, or Decon, or Decon that we went to. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was there, yeah. Yeah. Well, her one that was, it was uh, like futuristic. Cowboy story thing. This is a futuristic witch story. Oh, there you go. And he's this guy's out to hunt witches, and they've got a, a control button that they can block all witch powers. 
But then, of course, they, she finds out that he's one himself. So then he goes on the run with her, and they're being followed by his old teacher. So it's um, another interesting one. Um, Just quickly, Blackheart mm -hmm. and Press are actually they're on that Comic House app as well, so you can get most of their ah. titles on Comic House to read. Um, this one here, I, I randomly bought. I only found out recently it was actually based on a trilogy, a British uh, film trilogy, uh, gangster films. I like I like the idea of noir, so I bought that to just like compare the styles. By like 1920s stuff. This is uh, Jack Falls. Is that a Danny Dyer film? That's right, it is. Yeah. So there's like three of them, and this is uh, the third one. Um, so how do we look? Uh, there's some of the uh, style. It's, it's all pure black and white. There's no shade of grey in there whatsoever. Uh, the characters are drawn kind of simply, but it's, uh, it's trying to get a, its own unique look. If I'd known about the characters beforehand, like if I'd watched the films or seen the other graphic novels, I might have um, gone into it a wee bit more, but as a standalone one, it's alright. Um, Looks like Sin City. Yeah, but because there's all this uh, history of the character before that, I kind of, uh, maybe a lot of it was, was lost on me. And uh, I've got uh, Salt Air. Uh, this, is, this is the first one. Um, so you see his origins, and then he, he takes on the uh, the Roman army. And mm. it's, uh, I mean, it's lovely art. Um, I like it. Again, this is, a, this is another one I managed to get signed. So I think this was uh, yeah, pop the popular autograph on there, aren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, what wee ones have I got? Sign my book. <laughs> oh, here's, here's one I got signed as well. Terror from the other side. Oh, yeah. I've got visions of you might just going up to people and being, send my fucking book! Or else. Yeah, I, I sometimes get a picture with them as well. What? Well, that's good. Yeah. Good. Uh, he, he was a good laugh. Uh, I'll, I'll call him John, even though his name here is John. John Yeah. So anyway, uh, um, he's got quite a sense of humour on him. This, uh, oh, Tom, I think you were reading this book, so... If you want me to sort of uh, hold back on saying anything? Yeah, hold back, please. Well, anyway, it's, uh, it's, it's, some bits are pretty fun. Other bits are extremely serious. Um, the artwork's pretty nice. He's got a habit of drawing on uh, etched, uh, etched square paper. Um, the characters actually look like they'd be pretty good if they were animated as well. Uh, so it could easily be transferred onto animation. But... Um, he, uh, the, the individual, the artist responsible is, a, I, I believe, a school teacher. So uh, when some of his kids find out about what, what it's uh, like, he has to sort of emphasise this is not for kids, this book. Despite the uh, colourful, uh, um, well, colourful looking characters in there. Speaking of autographs, I've had, I got an autograph by Brian Talbot, but it's not in this one. It's one of my uh, Granville ones where he drew Mr. Toad, the villain from that one. Might have been the third one. But he, um, alongside his wife Mary and uh, Kate Charlesworth, they did this uh, this book. This one's called Suffragette, and it's about the, uh, uh, the suffragette movement uh, about a hundred years ago. But the main character is uh, is made up, uh, so it's like everything that happened to her would have happened to other people. But the main character is a uh, named person is uh, uh, is fictional, but it's it's full of actual real people that lived. 
She's the only ca character that's in actual colour. The rest are done with uh, sort of like shades. Uh, but uh, yeah, all the supporting characters are real people. And uh, a lot of the things that happened are quite uh, quite horrendous, but actually happened. But uh, if you're not familiar with the suffragette movement, I kind of recommend having a look at this uh, uh, this book I've here. I've one, it's actually very good. Mm. And I brought a bundle of 2000 ADs. Um, I brought Slain. This is the first one of Slain, with that brilliant Italian artist that I really like. Uh, and Yes. Uh, is it Bernardino? Yep. I think. Uh, the late, late artist. Uh, I brought the. Uh, this is the first one of Robo Hunter. This is when he, Sam Slade goes on uh, that space mission and gets rejuvenated. But uh, the kid, the astronaut who's with him, gets rejuvenated as well into a toddler. Um, this is, yeah, this is one of my yeah, one of my favourite Judge Dredd uh, books. Although it's primarily on Judge Death, whose real name is Sidney. Uh, it's about his child who gets interviewed by the, the press. Um, uh, and he talks about his childhood. Um, and the funny thing is that he doesn't see eye to eye with this journalist. But Judge Death is living, he's renting out a flat to this old lady. And the old lady comes in to give him and uh, the journalist cups of tea and biscuits because she thinks he's a, a friend of his come around to play. And uh, whenever the voices are raised, she'll knock on the door and says, I hear raised voices, is everything all right? And then at the end of his interview, Judge Death asks the journalist to pay up because he, uh, he's short on rent money. <laughs> Shaco. I read this and it was funny. It's meant... It, I don't know if it was... He's only bear on the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> Shaco swallows a missile with some horrible uh, weapon inside of it. I think it's a, a bio-risk weapon, poison. So the CIA want to get it back before the Russians get it. So Shaco, who's a really big, strong polar bear, goes on the rampage. He hates humans. There's that classic scene where the deputy dog sheriff is, um, is, is, in, uh, is in the shower... And he, he leans over to try and grab a towel. Instead, he grabs a lump of Shaco's hair and he gets devoured promptly for it. <laughs> Shaco's size keeps on changing in this. There's some pictures where he looks like he's only about twice the size of a man. And then in other pictures where he's about 20 times the size of a man. And no one is spared. There's a nurse getting a, a fist between the, uh, and the, the, the groin. <laughs> or a bear paw between the groin. The school teachers get eaten, soldiers get eaten, CIA agents, even battles a killer whale and a walrus in some of these. And tire packs of wolves are just swept aside. And it's all done in the ch uh, tongue in cheek. Uh, but the hero is half, half, half Inuit. Uh, what's his name, man? He's got a funny and probable name. Buck Dollar. Buck Dollar goes in to stop Shaco, the, the killer bear. <laughs> Buck Dollar. Now, is it Pat Mills, the writer? Uh, yeah, yes, I do believe yeah, he, I is. Think he is. Yeah, yes, Pat Mills. Mills and John Wagner as well. Oh, right, yeah, uh, Among others. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the final one here, I do have the Granville, but um, uh, we covered that a couple of, couple of uh, I think it's a Spanish isn't it, for Shaco? 
Right, mm-hmm. I'm on Solar, that's right, it's funny practice. Would you mind, would you want to uh, answer a question before you go? Uh-huh. Yeah. We have a question posed to us from John Edam himself, John Adam. Oh, ah. oh right, okay. What tonight? Uh, no, it isn't anything serious. What it? Whilst we were... No. No. Obviously, yeah, because this is... I said, any questions for the podcast? And his question was, what's your perfect Sunday? What's my Coffee. perfect sun Sunday? Yes, as in like Sunday as in the day. Oh, I was going to say strawberry. <laughs> okay, we don't get serious questions. <laughs> perfect Sunday would be <laughs> no. It's a family show. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. How start it? Well, getting out relatively having a long lie, going upstairs. Prepare breakfast, then see the kids coming downstairs and my wife, you know. As soon as you see them, back upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and then probably just relaxing in the sofa, reading some comics, and then maybe later on going outside for a walk, enjoying the fantastic Scottish weather yeah. that we enjoy yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a nice Sunday. That's a good yeah. Sunday. That's a good yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. That's a good Sunday. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I never got, I never got your guys' answers to a yeah. perfect Sunday. We definitely have to involve Colombo in the telly. <laughs> Ooh, the nice. afternoon, yeah. Maybe some pancakes or eggy bread somewhere in there. Okay. Nice roast chicken dinner. Yeah. <laughs> What else? Lots of not doing much. Yeah. yeah. Maybe some board games. A lion. Yeah. Breakfast. Yeah. Then just a top a top up for the lion after a, a heavy a heavy uh, full breakfast in the afternoon. Uh, maybe. Oh no, this is like mid morning. Mid morning that. Mid morning that following a heavy breakfast. Yeah. Maybe get dressed. Uh-huh. Lunch. Yeah. Maybe another nap. If it comes, if it doesn't, then just sit down and watch something. Mm-hmm. Just take it easy, basically. It's a good Sunday. If the weather's nice, I might stick my leg out of the window or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like the breeze. It'd be nice to go for a long, nice bike ride in Texas. If I knew and, and guaranteed that the weather was going to be nice, I'd take a rucksack with some stuff to read. And ride somewhere nice and read them. Mm, That's gosh. what I do. I that like Sunday. I've done that before, like, gone to like, that rock garden. That mm. fine little rock garden. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's been nice. Yes, Tech, uh, yeah, I remember reading that uh, Pride of Baghdad there. That was good. Mm. You know, the, the lions. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me yourself, Mike. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I go out somewhere if it was sunny. Um, I like to I like to wake up feeling as if I'd actually had some proper sleep. That would be nice. <laughs> a relaxing day. 
I like wandering off to places like Edinburgh, that's quite nice. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, we rake about. Right, well I've brought a f uh, <clears throat> I actually, for the last week or so, have been absent-mindedly thinking about all the British comics and which ones my favourites were from blah blah and I have, you know, images that come up here about carrier bags full of one representative issue of every comic I've read or something and then, and then I thought, no, I'll not do that. So I ended up this morning, I went to spare five minutes before I ran up the house and I thought, well, I'll just grab a few favourite, you know, books of, of more, not childhood things, more up to date. Although I've got a few nostalgic things. So my first one here is Spleenum by Nigel Otterlundi. And this is such a funny comic. This, I have to say, this is one of my favourite indie guys, British indie guys. And he's in that style of Peter Bag-esque, okay. sort of underground humour. Plenty of like, it's relationship stuff, you know, plenty of, plenty of shagging in it. <laughs> you know, and plenty of, look at that, spank, spank, spank. Oh yes. <laughs> you know, the humour, yeah. the humour is good and... Do I need to say anything that the perfect day also involves lots of shagging as well? <laughs> Understood. <laughs> yep. So, I really rate this guy and enjoy him. Nigel Ortolini. Spleno. Nigel... Uh, Lowney, or Lowney, Lowney, Nigel Ochterlowney. Hmm. And he actually seems to do, I think he does like, what for the Daniel, the Dino and stuff, he does like, stuff for D DC Thompson. Hmm. I don't know what it is, but there's something about his hairstyle and quite... Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You relate to that. So, yeah, he's going through his, his life with his, his, his wife and, you know, Here's, here's a stab, here's a bit of, who's in charge, you dirty little slut? <laughs> Whap! Oh, it's you, miss. So, you know, there's a bit of, he cheats on his wife and then the wife hears about it and plays him. And then she goes and cheats on him with the same woman in the band. So it's all, it's all quite good and it's funny. And it's, yeah, it's like a British Peter Bag to be really crude. Okay. Now that's for me. That's high praise, you know, because <laughs> I love Peter Bag. Mm -hmm. But that was excellent. And he did another one that was also good. Weak, weak as I am, and it, but it was the same idea. But then he'd put superhero uh, super powers on it and stuff. So it was a bit, bit more fantastical than this one. Nice. But it's excellent. To me, it's great. He's one of the great. He's another one. If he did a book, I'd be like, yeah, I'll go and get that. And trust it was going to be great. Right. right. Nigel. Oh, <laughs> On the front it says naughty, naughty, 18 plus. Mm. At the bottom then. Naughty, naughty. Then I've also brought Andy Watson, who did this with Little Star, and it's done a, it's done a bunch of other stuff. But I really like Andy Watson's art style as well. And this is to do with Andy, well, the, in, in here, but it's about having his, well, you know, he's a dad now, so it's all these thoughts on bringing up the kid, and it's hence the name of the star, you know, it's mm -hmm. about his, 
wee baby or something. And then of course, next I'm moving on to Eddie Campbell. As in love uh as in from hell. From hell. He drew from hell. from hell. And this is one of his own ones that he wrote, How to Be an Artist. And really, it's a great title, I love that title. And then when I read it, it's all about his career. He's kind of recounting how he got into comics and what and, and he's what he's been up to all that time. He does a lot of comics like that, doesn't he? Just kind of recounting a lot of stuff. Yeah, he used to. He's not really done anything for a few years. Oh, really? I think he's upended his life. You know, he's kind of split from his wife because he lived in Australia. So he's divorced, left Australia, started a whole new life, you know, kind of thing, oh, really? in the last few years. So he's been, I guess, everything's been upside down. Um, but he's just, I mean, he's married to new Audrey Niffenegger, you know, not that, that often. And he's, he's illustrated one of her books. These pages are nice and thick, though. They're set yeah. really thick. You think, yeah. oh, I've got past the page. So, you know, that's a really excellent book. I might even... I think this might have been the first book of Eddie Campbell's I bought, his own stuff. And it's, uh, it's lovely. It's very really nice. So, I must say, I had a whole other thing planned where I was going to bring a 2000 AD, a Beano, a Dandy, Eagle, pretty much like what you, what you did, but maybe not the same issue, well it wouldn't be the same issues, but a lot of the same titles in there, Warrior, I had and Viz and things, and I thought I'm not doing that. So I ran in and looked at the shelves and three British books that I looked for, so and then, yeah, uh, then I went for some nostalgic items. 2000 AD Annual, 1982. Mm -hmm. I love this. <coughs> As we talked about annuals for Christmas, this oh, is one I got. That. So this would have been, I guess, Christmas 1981. Well, this book, as you can see, has oh. been read, reread, kissed, you know, Smelt. loved. Oh, everything. And of course, I've written my name and address on it because you've got to. <laughs> <laughs> Tharg got his own story here with the Superman kind of oh, yeah. Tharg Ahoy mm. loved that because Tharg never usually got a story but mm. he annually did and look, there's a he oh, always looked like some of that had just been sketched at the end when they were finishing the comic up yeah just draw Tharg in there yeah I love this and yeah. smell it wafting this way oh yeah and the polydroid that was a card as well brilliant Oh, the, the, the world of TV games, yeah. that's a bit of a microchip. Oh, Look at those computer wow. games. Classic, eh? Mm -hmm. Busters. Alan Moore wrote that. That's a mental story. Steve Dillon. Oh. Steve Dillon artwork. The guy who's setting fire to everything. Oh, see this book, it's burning into my brain. Great art. Steve Dillon, and this is Mark 1, this was great, again, this was the first chapter Bionic Man is. is he meant to yeah. be that Bionic Man? Yeah. yeah, and then it goes into He even looks like him, doesn't it? Yeah Then it goes into Steve Austin. Ian Kennedy Love that artwork right away, Ian Kennedy Brian Boland, Dread Oh, that is gorgeous One of the few, oh this is a terrific, and it's a colour as well And he goes, in, he goes into the, the monster 
Silvermission upp på Rapid Fire. Sorry, mate. You know. That's what this guy here, look. Oh no! It's swallowing me! Open up, you're harboring a lawbreaker. That <laughs> 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 was just hilarious. He, he was a badass, like you say, but he was funny. Yeah. He's like, open up, and the, the creature's like, oh. <laughs> It's right in. Look at that. It's like when I first saw in Superman one where he goes underground to 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 uh oh yeah to to push the the rock back up. He's going through the lava. But he goes in and finds a guy. You're under arrest. Classic. You knew you you knew you're a 2000 AD. Yeah. Look, finished 24th of the 5th, 83. <laughs> that's just for information, right? Oh, that's cute. I remember doing this as well. How to draw Judge Dredd. There's no drawing in here, but I remember copying it. Mike McMahon. That was great. I mean, this was like information straight from the, the hallowed 2000 AD itself telling yeah. you how to draw, you know. This was like... This was great information. Louis says they're using an HP pencil to draw the rough shape of the I know, I know. Rough shape? Yeah. That's fucking small details and everything. Yeah, that, that's the thing. The information is rubbish. It's basically kind of saying, draw it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, just, it's like, draw it, draw it some more, and then draw it, finish the drawing. How to draw it. It's like, remember the thing you got online, and it was like, how to draw an owl or something, and it's like, draw the, oh, the yeah. eyes, and then it's like, no, draw the rest of the fucking It was the one with the fox. That's what this is like. It's the one with the fox. It's yeah. like big circle, little circle. Flesh. And the last one is just a detailed drawing. <laughs> Flesh, Pat Mills. Loved Flesh in mm. this book as well. So this is a, you can see that this is a great annual to get in love. <coughs> but look, Alan Grant interviewed. <laughs> Script robot Alan Grant. Monster fun annual. Mm-hmm. 1982. Monster fun, yeah. God, this book was another one. Sitting in my bedroom. Same Sitting artist again. Is that DC Thompson? This is IPC. IPC. And this is... Uh, put your name on it. In case it wasn't huh? From that road that doesn't exist anymore. The road's there, but the, the house is gone. Oh. This art is so... Full oh, of yeah. This was... Um, oh, I love that artist. Martha's makeup. What kid called? Oh yeah, I love that. Cause he used to do yeah, like yeah, you know, I remember they did like lines, shadow, no. The ghost train, brilliant as well. I loved, this was another great book. So good. I used to copy a lot of the characters. I used mm. to just sit and copy things out of the comics. Mm. Yeah, me too. And these were and because they were so the artwork was gums. so gums. 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 Gums teeth. This time you won't get them back. Yikes, a magnet. Oh, it's a shame Nando didn't see the, this one as well. There's some great ones yeah. in there. Yeah, he would have liked that. Tom Thumbs screw. <laughs> oh, because he's a torturer. Yeah. Freaky farm. Oh, I see that. But just about everything I'm looking at is something I remember drawing. So terrific, love Yeah. It. Another great book there. Monster fun. <laughs> and then Eagle, annual. Oh, yeah. This was the first annual when oh, it started. Um, you know what? It looks Eagle familiar now, yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Ian Kennedy, Mekon. Yeah. yeah. Fleetway annual. 
Brilliant. Packed with super features and adventures and a dog there. <laughs> Photo of a dog. That dog's dead now. Oh. <laughs> but you, you know what? The map is dead there. You know, it made its mark though. Can I just put it out there? Now, the entire Dan Dare story is painted by Ian Kerr. Beautiful. I wondered, well, I didn't wonder at the time because I didn't have really any concepts of it, but I did think, Jesus, it looks beautiful. And not understanding quite. How and why? How they were able to the colour? I was uh, like, I, I, I colour stuff. It don't look like that. I can't make it look like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pure paint and nice to think of that. I'm sure the hooks are in this book or something. Oh, oh there, there, yeah, there, there. There we go. Wow. And it's given you the great news that having finally thrown away the green body paint, giant actor Lou Ferrino senior <laughs> jumping at the chance to have a speaking as opposed to grunting part. <laughs> As Hercules <laughs> in the new film out in 1983. Oh, you didn't get it, did he? Yeah, he was in Hercules. Was he? Oh. Yeah, I think he threw a beer into space. Was <laughs> <laughs> it beer into space? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did he take over from Arnie then? No, Arnie was. Cool. Uh, oh. No, Arnie was, uh, Arnie was one of his first ones. Hercules in Manhattan. Yeah, wasn't Hercules in New York. I mean, yeah. you had yes. to dub him. His book's falling apart. Better be gentle with it. Right, so there you are, guys. That's me. I'm done. Go on your boat. My own. Shut your mouth as well. Shut your boat. <laughs> Lovely. That's a terrific haul. Yeah, I like it. Funny thing with being British comics, ev almost every single one has humour. Oh, I forgot yeah. to mention with Shaco, every human victim as they were being torn apart said, Help! I am being killed by the bear. <laughs> Help! I am being eaten. Help! He's taking my head off. <laughs> That's class. Um, what's everybody been reading recently, mm. if anything? Well, I read that Granville. Mm -hmm. for, for, is it false? Boss Monsieur. Uh, the, the fifth one, the last yeah, one. Yeah, the last one. Absolutely brilliant. And I've read that in two sittings. Fantastic. And I'm halfway through uh, Monsieur... I imagine you say Jean. Yeah, Monsieur Jean. But it's written Monsieur Jean. Mm, it's okay. Monsieur Jean. It's, it's, um, it's well known in... In France, it's by. Oh, I'm gonna butcher these names. Dupuy and Berberian. D U P U Y. Oh, yes. And. Uh -huh. Like Barbarian, but instead of A A S T E, Berberian. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's a collective volume done mm. on humanoid, but humanoids of. Right. It's one of the ones I bought in uh, Holland a couple of years ago. Absolutely loving that because he's aging as you go through it. Yeah. And it's a real life thing. Mm -hmm. Paris. Oh, cool. there's your Dundee connection. Daily Thompson is uh, yes. Daily Tom. His, his mum was from Dundee. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. What are you saying, David? We've been reading Phil Collins' book. Oh, nice. All about his life. Just finished that. Nice. Look, Colin's the drummer. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise we actually spoke about books as well. No, you just well, whatever you've been reading. Oh, right. Oh. 
I've been uh, yeah. I, I liked it when he was recording the 70s and 80s and Genesis albums, you know, because I love that. Of course, yeah, Genesis, yeah. <clears throat> and then even when he becomes like a, a big major pop star, he's like kind of writing, what the hell's going on, you know, he's like, how has this happened? I'm a wee baldy drummer, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I've ended up being like, I'm stood next to Michael Jackson and Madonna and, and he's quite good about that. But then later on he gets into these divorces and all, you know, I was like, I'm not really bothered with any of this, you know. I wanted to read a bit of making the music, you know, Genesis yeah. and all that. And then by the time he retires, Did he like, say Peter Gabriel was a that? Sorry? What's he say about Peter Gabriel? Nothing, he's just, that's his pal. He, oh, the, oh, yeah. yeah the same pals. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. The, the first half was good. It got a bit... I wasn't really feeling it later on. But anyway, that was good. And I also read um, a book... Arthur C. Clarke, funnily enough again, and it was about the lost worlds of 2001. Hmm. Yeah. So it was all about the making 2001, the film by Kubrick. Oh, right. And then it was also different bits he'd written for the, for the novel, that, but never used. And I don't know what put me on to that. I think I was watching 2001 again and just started thinking about it. So I don't want to read more about this, you know, so yeah. that was an old book. I think what comics I read lately. I reread Logan's Run. Hmm. Almost like 70s and it's 80s sci fi, you know. Yes. Marvel and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm. So the, the I read the first issue of Logan's Run, which is good. It's an adaptation of the film. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, it's the only one I've got. I might get the rest of them. You know, that was a funny series because I don't know if you know, but. It's, I think the first appearance of Thanos is in like a backup strip in Logan's Run 6 or something. Oh, <laughs> So now to get Logan's Run 6 costs an absolute bow. Whereas the, all the rest of the series, nobody But also a good thing was they adapted the film, like Star Wars, and then when they were finished adapting the film, you know, they do more stories about the characters. Mm-hmm. And they did that, and then like, MGM got onto Marvel and went, uh, excuse me, what are you doing? You're like, well, we're just, no, you've not, we didn't give you the rights to do that. You were to make the film stop now. Mm-hmm. So they just cancelled it immediately. They'd, they'd, done <sighs> these, they'd done these two issues continuing the story, but they didn't have the rights, mm-hmm. which is funny. Yeah. That's gone. Yeah. What have you been reading, Tom? Been reading up? Um, I'm still reading... I started rereading all the all the old treehouse oh. uh, comics and I was just reading all them. What else was I reading recently? I read something else recently and I can't for the life of me remember what it was. Um, I reread that awesome comics as well. I've only read it once, oh, so right. I read it again. Yeah, and uh, I've been reading Penned Gwyn. Strips by Alan Henderson. I've seen that online. Yeah. I better go anyway. I've got to go, lads. Hey, yeah, thanks, man. man. No, see you later. Great to see you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the buckler. Mm. Um, every time, there's always you guys always bring fucking books that I want to read. <laughs> but I've got shit on the go. Like I won't mind reading them. Um, the Campbell one and that. Yeah. The 
The one with the thick pages, yeah. Oh, the uh, little, little star. star. Yeah. All three of those are great. When I get a, a period of not reading or something, I like to go around so I like to go around your house and go look at the shop. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember them books, remember them books. <laughs> See you man. See you later. Uh I've got a quick one to see you guys. See you later. To send us any comments or questions or just to say hello, you can reach us by email at thatcomicsmell at gmail.com. We're also available on Instagram and Twitter at thatcomicsmell. Share the podcast with your friends and followers. We're available on YouTube, SoundCloud and iTunes. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Our music is by Chart Smasher a.k.a. John Adam. You can find John on Twitter at Joanidam and you can buy the track Dialogue on Bandcamp.